0: friends i'm olivia and i'm katie and we are podcast by proxy welcome <laughs> we're live
1: i felt like you didn't have the program open the way you were like
0: no, I did. I did. Oh. Sometimes I don't, and I say I'm ready, and I'm not, but not today. That's, it looked like
1: one of those times, so I was like, oh.
0: Not today. How's it going? How's it going? Um, not too bad. I just had a nap, so my voice is a little wakey-uppy right now. I love that. Good morning.
1: Thank you. Good
0: morning. Welcome to the pod. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. I was just actually writing a case before, or a story, I guess. It's not really a case, but uh, a story that we're going to cover. More of a history episode. We've done a few of those in the past, but we'll be doing that soon. I actually, I watched, I just needed to break up the true crime. I don't watch much TV these days, so when I do, it's basically only... Brandon was actually, Brandon was making fun of me yesterday because, well, kind of us, we together only watch true crime documentaries or just, like, documentaries in general or documentaries cooking competition shows. <laughs> Obsessed. Okay, do you want to hear the funniest thing? Yes. The only
1: thing that we've been watching lately, like, okay, I try to swindle a good true crime documentary in before, like, bed or stuff, and I always get to watch the first 48 But otherwise, we also watch, like, the Great British Baking Show or cooking shows. Or we're big... I really got him into Ink Master lately. So we've been re-watching a lot of Ink Master shows. And there's a new one out right now on Paramount+. Plus. So we're into Ink Master.
0: Yeah, no, we will watch any and all cooking competition shows specifically. The most recent one we watched was on Disney Plus or, like, Hulu, I think it is, if you're in the States. But it's hosted by Wells Adams
1: oh my god the pizza one yeah i just saw
0: the cur- the cover for it and was like i love him yeah it's called best in dough so it was actually a really really good i find sometimes with the netflix he's so funny. cooking competition shows the hosting is really really cringy it's like i want to watch the show because it's good but, but we've like the seen hosting him be the is so bartender
1: terrible. in bachelor yeah. in paradise so i think That's a little peace of mind going into it. Yeah. You know he's going to be cheesy.
0: So anyway, long story short, that's the only thing we watch together. Of course, like, Brandon has his shows that he likes, and I will throw in some, like, bad reality TV here and there. But I found, I was watching this show on Netflix that I found just to kind of, like, break up my day called The Toys That Made Us. It's like the movies that made us one, but with the toys. So I watched the Barbie one. That's the only one I watched. But I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that Barbie was named after the founders of Mattel. Their daughter's name was Barbara and she went by Barbie and then it made me think of our case last week because our victim's name was Barbie. Anyways, a full circle moment in my week, if you will. But yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Looking forward to hearing what you have to share with us today, but before we get into that, I did just want to say I wanted to just apologize to everyone on my behalf for my lack of posting on Instagram (laughs) the last, like, month. I feel like we're always, like, check out our Instagram post and, like, comment on the episode post and let us know what you think, and the last few weeks it's been, like, bitch, where, though? Where can I do that? Because it doesn't exist. I feel like, you know, everything... We all
1: have a break.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say everything. I think I've just realized in the last few days that, like, everything has felt like a lot for me in the last month or so. I've been very overwhelmed and unable to admit it, and just like snappy and whatever. So, Instagram is just the place where. uh, Yeah, I'm sure everybody feels that way. I just specifically have felt like very, uh, everything just feels like a lot. And so um I like I texted you the other day and I was like do you just feel like not okay lately And you were like yes I was like oh yeah I did yeah so anyways I promise that i make making an oath to myself to get back to my <laughs> regular posting <laughs> I Olivia solemnly swear <laughs> so that uh <laughs> I can get all the content out for you. And somebody asked actually in our DMs recently, they were like, Hey, I love your show, but why aren't you on TikTok? And I just wanted I, I just wanted to reply and be like, Girl, I can barely get an Instagram post up right now, like not even a real, like just a photo post. So don't don't let's not get too outland. At me right now. Anyway, so <laughs> No.
1: We, along with I think everybody else right now, is still just kind of doing their best. Yeah, and And I did not think that I, it would be, like, this tiered, like, reintegration after the pandemic started to get back to normal. Like, I feel like everybody way overpacked their schedules to make up for lost times, and now everyone's in this, like, burnout phase.
0: Yeah, 100%, I feel that. And I I think we've talked about that, like, a few times on the show in the last few weeks, but I just, I just, I don't think that I, like, gave uh my exhaustion enough credit for what it truly was. and I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah in the past few days been like, wow, everything has just been like a lot and because I was like, why do I have no motivation? like it's like this it's like crippling where you're just like, I just can't anyways it's like
1: that thing um there's like a guy explaining like what anxiety is where he's like it's the feeling like you need to do everything at once, but also the desire to do nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it. There's no motivation to do it. But in your mind, you're like, fuck, I have to do all these things. Yeah. Like, you know you have to do
0: them. And, like, this show is such a passion project for us. And it's always been such an escape and so fun. And so I don't want to, like, ever feel like it's work or it's hard. So that's why when I feel like it's just overwhelming, I just take a step back. Because it's really just.
1: I think we're fortunate enough that we have really amazing listeners, though, that get that and are so supportive so like the time when you do take a week off they're like are you okay
0: also shout out to whoever gave us a five-star review to ask where our episode was when we took a week off because we didn't really post about it on the pod (laughs) we just posted about it on instagram um so I saw somebody and they didn't put their name so I can't shout you out so I'm shouting you out this way but I saw somebody just (laughs) made a five-star review and was like where's the episode this week dipsticks and I was just like yes I appreciate communication in the form of five-star reviews I'll take that
1: (laughs) we do Uh, like how we've totally just like embraced this whole like dipstick thing because I feel like a lot of people could have been like really offended by it oh yeah no there take
0: it and run also yeah. Bratz. I'm just going to like start dressing like a Bratz doll. They are because... amazing dolls. Yeah, actually, according to the Barbie toy episode, they really gave them a run for their money. Also, they did. Didn't... And Monster High dolls after that became a... What are the dolls now that all the kids are obsessed with? I think they're Monster High still, aren't they? No, I don't think I saw so. That on Disney LOL. LOL dolls. Oh, the ones with the big heads. They're called, like, LOL girls or something. I only know this because I saw Kim K posting <laughs> about it. Anyways. Yeah. We do have amazing lists. Sorry, listeners. I just a text from my dad. And I... My dad, sorry to out you, dad.
1: We've been having some conversations about a we- our wedding. Like, we're just starting to. And my dad is a big ol' softie. Aww. He is, like, a big ol', like blubber and baby over some of this stuff that's so cute and i might say this because for anyone who knows me like i'm kind of obsessed with my dad i just adore him
0: i genuinely imagine my dad being like yeah that's cool when no i think but like not a dad
1: would be like i think he would do what my dad did so apparently um simon asked him and then he was like all cool and stuff And we were all visiting for like another half hour and then we left. And then when he told my stepmom, apparently he was just like, (laughs) yeah, a hundred percent. That's yeah.
0: But I don't get to see that. Right. I just get to see like, yeah, that's awesome. But of course my stepmom was like, oh, he was a baby. (laughs) and totally outed him like right away. So cute. Yeah.
1: Love him. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else left to say.
0: Oh, I was just finishing off and saying, I just wanted to say thank you to all of our amazing listeners for like being yeah. patient in this journey. Supporting. I really want to get back into like posting a lot and stuff again. I just like that it
1: doesn't feel like us and people listening. It's like, we're all in this together and yeah. everyone's like doing this with us. Like everyone understands that sometimes there's a week where life gets ahead of you. Yeah. So and you just need a minute.
0: Thank you for understanding. it. And the support. Yeah. All day, every day. But without further ado, I will let Katie get into our episode today, because I think she mentioned to me that it was going to be a case suggestion. It is. Um, One quick other thing that I just want to say,
1: because it's totally off topic, but I noticed today that, and for anyone who knows me, knows this is like one of my favorite franchises in the whole entire world, but Wine and Crime is doing... Fast and Furious Crimes today and I'm halfway through the episode and I cannot wait to finish it because I flippin' love the Fast and the Furious franchise. That's
0: amazing and I love that like idea. Yeah, me too.
1: But yes, today's case is a case suggestion. Um, This one is like really close to home in so many ways. Um, okay. It's Yeah, I'll explain some of the connections along the way just to like maybe how we, like they're so close to home for both of us. It literally took place between both of our houses. Right oh, now. wow. So, so it's it is local, both. it's on the island, and it is geographically between you and I.
0: Okay, well, while you do that, I'm gonna drink my little supplement drink. You can shake that bad boy up before I start if you'd like. This is my vitamin juice. I already shook it. I just wanted to. That sounds
1: like something that like in the eighties, nineties moms would have called wine. I'm going to go have my vitamin juice. No, it's actually vitamins. It's just juice. So today's case suggestion. um, We actually had somebody reach out to us on Instagram named Tim Ryan. And he had sent us a case suggestion just saying like, Hey, I would love you to cover this. See what you think. See what you come up with. And he actually submitted a story that was about his own mom oh wow yeah and I honestly was just kind of like grazing over the articles this week just getting my bearings about it seeing what the information was and I just felt like really compelled to write the story like you know when you're so many articles in that you're like okay I have most of this in my head I'm just gonna
0: go 100% that's how it was and like when you have that feeling you gotta take it and run
1: yeah I literally changed my case like a few days ago and was like no this is this is taking over my brain. Like, I need to tell this story.
0: There's actually, I'm just going to, like, interject really quickly. There's a book about that kind of same concept. It's called Big Magic. And it's written by, I think her name's Elizabeth Gilbert. She wrote the, ah, uh, uh, shoot. What is that wrote book that turned into a movie about, eat, pray, love. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. But it's called Big Magic. And it's, <laughs> it's basically about- thing. What's that book that became a movie? <laughs> no, but the, okay, so with the entire concept of this book is essentially like that. Like, so like once these you like million dollar ideas it's just... or these like, cr- these like phenomenal, really good ideas, like, are basically just floating around in the air looking for somebody who's gonna like grasp them, them and run with them. And, and so, like, with... when you get those like, oh my God moments, you're supposed to just like dive into it. Cause if you don't, yeah. the idea will just like go find another host to fulfill it and I, I just it like weird to think that ideas are
1: just like little bubbles floating around that anyone could
0: catch at any time that's the whole con. it's it's a really cool concept for a book I really enjoyed it so anyways oh, I like
1: that I think that is really cool mm. I agree
0: yeah you should read it it was it's called big magic it's called big magic it was a good book okay. I really liked it anyway I never have read e, it Play Love. pray love also never read it
1: I've never read it never seen the movie
0: no okay I love Julia Roberts did you yeah. <laughs>
1: So this case took place uh, about ten kilometers, actually, from where I grew up at my dad's house. My dad lived about half an hour north of my mom, and so I grew up spending a lot of my summers in Saltaire, which is about ten kilometers, give or take, from Lady Smith, and that's where this case takes place. Hmm. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, Lady Smith is a small town located on the forty-ninth parallel. <laughs> Also, why we have the 49th Parallel grocery store chain locally. I did not know that. Really? No. It's Yeah, it's called 49th Parallel because they're all... The first one was, like, built on the 49th Parallel in Ladysmith. And then, yeah, they became the small local chain grocery store.
0: Yeah, no, they have one in Cedar. And my friend lives really close to it. So, like, that's her regular yeah. grocery store. I just didn't know that that was the origin. So yeah, that's there's cool. one,
1: like, two kilometers from my house. Hmm. That I frequently visit. Ladysmith's economy was mostly based on forestry, tourism, and agriculture, which to be honest has not really changed nope. since then in any way, shape, or form. Ladysmith hasn't really changed much over a long time to- like long, long, long period of years, except it got a bit of a facelift. Sonic was filmed. Yeah. Because they used the main boulevard. The whole like main strip got a bit of a facelift. I remember However, that yeah, everyone's like, why are our streets closed down? You're like, they're filming Sonic. It's like, oh.
0: So okay. random. Okay. <laughs> but Ladysmith is also getting a lot of exposure right now because Pamela Anderson has like a TV show renovating her house on HGTV in la- and her so house is in Ladysmith.
1: Her, fun fact. Pam Anderson grew up in Saltaire her parents house I know which one it was it was not far from my childhood home growing up so cool and she's like small town girl like when she comes back to the island apparently it's like she's just a normal person oh yeah she's just the way she likes to live her life and yeah she recently bought a house in Saltaire again since marrying her bodyguard
0: <laughs> yeah so she's doing like a renovation of this property that I guess she bought and so it's they made a tv show out of it that. so now lady smith's getting all this exposure because yes very much like operates on tourism and
1: yeah it's it definitely a quiet little town that gets uh i would say small dumps of money from mm-hmm. like the film industry since then and that's also really helped it stay above water especially in
0: today's climate fun fact my dentist is in lady Smith. I have to go there frequently because i have Invisalign right now, so I have to get my trays checked a lot.
1: That sucks that you don't live where you used to live now and you have to go to <laughs> Lady
0: <Smith. laughs> Yeah. My friend runs that office, though, so I don't really mind.
1: Oh, you get to go visit? Yeah. Did you know that Lady Smith also used to be formally called Oyster Harbor? No, I didn't. Yeah, it was. It got changed when the siege of Lady Smith came to an end. It was given the new name of Lady Smith, which was, I believe, some... Uh, it had to do with South Africa and, like, coal, and it was a whole thing.
0: Well, and there is now Oyster Bay, which is just yeah. north is of Lady Smith. Yeah,
1: there's a little cabin there that I like to stay at.
0: Cute! Yeah.
1: Anyway, let's get on with this now that we're done talking about the kind of not as important stuff about explaining Lady Smith to everybody. Great light up, by the
0: way, last Thursday of November, if you're in the area. Um, it's true. I know you're nodding, you're like, it is a great light up. I was in the parade with the (laughs) van once. Oh my god. (laughs) I have photo evidence. I was going to say, I've been in a parade with the van before, too. It is what it is. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. During a January 2018 trial, Tim, who wrote in to us, bravely provided a victim impact statement following the loss of his mom, Raina Lynn Johnson, on February 3rd, 2015 by the way, I love the name Raina. I was re- writing this case and I just kind of fell in love with the name. I think it's so pretty. It is. I agree. Uh, so Raina's described as a single mom who raised Tim and his sister, Christine. She had a cat named Jack who she was obsessed with. She referred to him as Jackie Chan and apparently lovingly to friends and neighbors would also say that like he was her boyfriend or husband. Like, I have to go home to my husband, Jack. He's waiting for me. I love that. Obsessed. <laughs> me too. I was like, those are our people. Yeah, 100%. Those pet people are our people. Yeah. <laughs> so on February 3rd, 2015, just before midnight, police were called to the Campers Corner RV Park, which it still stands today. I'm sure you know whereabouts we're talking about. Just when you go through Lady Smith, kind of down to the left by the water, there's kind of a strip of... Um, like RV park, modular home park. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just past Porter's Farm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It's weird to talk about stuff so casually, like giving you directions somewhere. It is. Yeah. is so local. <laughs> yeah. Police were called due to what was called a group altercation outside, in the like in the streets of the park. So there was a group of people causing a lot of ruckus, a lot of noise, just before midnight, and police were called. Police and first responders arrived to the scene as they weren't quite sure what the altercation was, whether there was a violent element to it. And they found when they arrived that Raina Johnson was at her front door, wounded and bleeding. She's the only one there. Paramedics immediately began to administer life-saving measures to Raina. However, despite their efforts to stabilize her, to be able to transport her to a local hospital, Raina was not able to sustain the pressure from her injuries and stabilized to make it. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing the news articles about this case. About an altercation taking place in a trailer park in Ladysmith. What kind of injuries, though? What kind of wounds? We will get to that. Okay. During the altercation... A resident of the park, Trevor George Mears, grabbed a homemade spear that he had. With that, he brutally attacked Raina. A
0: homemade spear?
1: We'll get to the spear. Okay. There's so much wrong with the spear. So following the brutal attack, Mears and a group of his friends presumed possibly people that were also in this altercation as it was reported that there was a group out in the streets and now there's no one there following this ruckus they left the scene not before going back to Mears's trailer consuming two beers and calling authorities on himself with a distressed call explaining what had happened as well while police are on the scene Mears does return and allows them to take him into custody with no issues. It's so weird. Like, he leaves, comes back.
0: Was he on drugs?
1: No. No. Huh. I could... I I dug for mention of, like, a reason yeah. why this happened.
0: And, like, um, if he was severely intoxicated, it would have been reported more than likely alongside with media articles. So, it just... I it, yeah. It's just... It, and it... All reports,
1: too, only said, like, he was gone for a short while or some while and came back to the park and was taken into custody with no issues.
0: Yeah, it's just, I guess it's just uncommon that somebody would call themselves in. Yeah, and apparently it was quite a distressed call that
1: they actually did play again in court later. And uh, victims, or sorry, uh, people close to the victim as well as people in the courtroom were able to hear the call and the judge did take it into account later. Hmm. But... Yeah, they said it was just a distressed call of him calling in to kind of out himself. Yeah. And then they just drank their beer and took off.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So the homemade spear that we mentioned that was used to attack Reyna was a, they said a wooden stick slash shaft, depending on the article I read. Um, to me, that would indicate something along the lines of, like, a broom handle or, like, the handles that you can, like, screw into something. Like, it, it made it seem like it was more than just a wooden stick. It was quite a, like, sturdy, long handle that he was able to use. Sure. That was approximate, like, four and a half feet long.
0: That he had obviously, like, carved into a spear. No.
1: Uh, what? At the end of the broom handle, he had attached a six-inch knife that's not a spear right that's a knife on a stick that is a
0: full-blown hundred
1: percent that's a spear as a
0: weapon but
1: i guess by definition it is a spear
0: i mean like yeah by definition but that's
1: yikes because i thought the same thing when i started looking into this i would have assumed it was something like a stick that had been carved or whittled of some kind that's what i
0: immediately thought when like you said homemade
1: well. wow okay but I mean an original spear was a carved rock on the end of a stick, so it was still some type of blade, I guess. But yeah. I would expect something like an arrowhead or like a spear shape. So I was a little caught off guard. Yeah, I mean what like whatever. It was. is a
0: spear, it's just not what I was picturing in my head when you were telling the story. That's just it's a way more aggressive than I was thinking. Right? Yeah.
1: Uh yeah. I was expecting like or even something medieval
0: or a think, memorabilia or you know something yeah these for me i always just picture having the thought process of doing that like you had to decide actively to do that to grab a knife to we'll tape come it to... to the end of a very long stick and then be like yeah i'm gonna use this as a weapon like that was an act well, of like
1: why did you feel the need to make that you felt like you were in some kind of danger or that you were going to hurt someone with it so why did you make it
0: yeah, and it's interesting to think about like this the the spear aspect of it. Like that's really distancing yourself from the victim, you know? Like when yeah. you think about it psychologically, like that's putting a lot of distance. And like, in
1: a shocking way, I'm actually surprised we don't hear of something like this more.
0: Yeah. Because I guess. it does
1: distance you from a victim. Like I, I'm actually shocked that this isn't something we hear of.
0: I mean, again, I'm not because it's wild to me that you would think this up, but
1: it is. I mean, like regardless of his intent, making a weapon like that and using it, like you knew that it was gonna. Well, I was gonna say, what other intention would you have? Yeah, it's bound to create a significant amount of damage, regardless of who it's used on. Whether it was used to protect you if someone broke in, or you plan to use it on someone. There's no way you could have gone about making that to think it was going to not cause major damage to somebody.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Hi, friends. If you like what you hear and you want to get even more content from us, we're officially live on Patreon. Patreon is a subscription
1: service where you can get early access to our regular episodes, get bonus episodes, live Q&A sessions, and more. Visit the link in this episode description to learn more and sign up. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Podcast by Proxy.
0: Katie and I are so appreciative of every single one of you for being here with us. If you want to support us even more, don't forget to hit the follow button wherever you're listening and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Growing the show means we will be able to invest more time into bringing you more stories like the one you're hearing today.
1: Good food is canada's number one meal kit service that delivers right to your door good food makes cooking fun easy and affordable
0: they offer different meal plans to fit your needs like vegetarian clean 15 easy prep and the most popular basket the classic basket
1: every recipe is packed with fresh produce that comes directly from farmers and with good food you can skip the trip to the grocery store and have everything you need to make your curated meals delivered straight
0: to your door sign up for good food today using the code free podcast by proxy to get your first classic box for free that's free podcast by proxy when creating your good food account to get a classic box on us
1: on February 4th. So the next day, a press conference announced that there was no threat to the public as they were able to acknowledge that Raina and Mears knew each other. They were in the park together and it didn't seem as though this was such a random attack. Although the attack against Raina was still random in an aspect Because there is still question over motive, to the public at least. Obviously in court there's reasons, but we'll get to that.
0: Right, like they're saying that he didn't just like pick somebody and attack them. Like the attack was pointed but still random. It makes sense.
1: And that's more my opinion. I'm like, this was still random. I don't like when they take away a random attack out of a statement. It's like, no. I can bet you that Reina did not expect this to happen that night.
0: 100%. Yeah. So it
1: was still random.
0: Yeah. Like it's not like they were fighting that. and it was, yeah, it was still just, yeah. yeah okay.
1: Um, although I couldn't find confirmation of it, I wasn't able to actually find court transcripts of this case. No matter how hard I looked, I was able to find through some comments and threads that people close to them and people locally were also commenting that it was over a rent dispute. It seems as though that Reina collected rent at the park and okay. Mears had lived there for about six years and had been a resident for a long time. So if that was the case, that is true. They would have a lengthy relationship. They'd know each other well. And money is a big motive to a lot of these facts. So mm-hmm. I although it wasn't confirmed, I would be hard pressed to believe it wasn't a factor or maybe a likely cause. Right. That money was brought into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if um if there was any, like, publication ban or anything like that, you won't be able to find court records. I'm running into that a lot with cases lately where I know that there was a trial, but there's nothing for me to pull because there was a publication ban, so it's not public. And there's a good chance that it will be at some point. Like, eventually those can get lifted and then they get they get released and put in the public database, but it's not uncommon.
1: No, and the fact that he still, given what the charges that were laid were and the long-term outcome, I mean, there's a chance that he could be released to the public again in a way, right. so I could understand why certain things also wouldn't have been disclosed either. Right. So I think it would just depend on, like, the who, what, where, when at this point, mm-hmm. and we might see more information come out following a parole hearing of any kind. Okay. Okay. So he also added that at the trial slash his first court appearance um, was set to be on February 10th via video conference. So all his initial intakes and court appearances where he did not enter a guilty plea, we come to find out, were all via video conference because they were, like, far ahead of their COVID times. Apparently. Yeah, they did COVID before COVID was COVID.
0: I mean, there always was video conferencing. It was just really rare that it was actually used and that like consent was given for it because you have to have like a pretty good reason why you can't physically show up.
1: Well, and this was all tried locally. I could understand if it was in like a Vancouver court that they did the preliminary and pre-sentencing and all that. Or sorry, right. and all the preliminary hearing and stuff before locally, but. This was all done on the island.
0: Yeah, no, it was, it has been used, and a lot of the time for, like, because there isn't room in, like, yeah. the courthouse to try it in person, but anyway. Because our courthouse is, for anyone who doesn't they're know, tiny. they're tiny. They're tiny. They're <laughs> tiny, yeah. My first Duncan are hilarious. <laughs> my first murder trial that I ever went to, I was expecting it, and it was in Nanaimo. I was expecting it, I don't know, to feel like... <laughs> You see on the movies or like in TV, I guess. And I expect there to be like at least 12 rows of seats. No, like it was this thing. like tiny little stuffy courtroom. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, not like on TV, but it's so cute. Oh, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't what I was picturing and not what you would like picture when you're like, oh, they're going to Supreme Court for you know what I mean. I don't know, Supreme. Just, anyways. <laughs> My little young naive self thought that I was going to a palace and well,
1: (laughs) no, alas, I did not. Anyway. I used to go to law night with my mom where you could like tour the courthouse and stuff. And I remember walking in and being like, this is
0: it. (laughs) The Nanaimo Courthouse is cool. Like it is a historical building. It's been there for a really long time. The front of it's really neat looking. It's just like very lackluster when you go inside a lot of (laughs) the actual courtrooms. (laughs) There are one or two that are really cool, but anyways.
1: Constable Darren Lagan advised at this matter is or sorry, as this matter is now with the courts, we will be providing no further information or releases. So effective right. literally the day after they were like, We're out. Yeah. Like we have everything we need. It's quite a lot of information and we will not be relaying any of it to the public at that Fair. point. Yeah. Once Reina's case moved to trial in January of 2018, so a whole, like, three years later. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I was actually shocked at how quickly, like, the first few days go and how quickly all that is, but yet how long it took to go to trial, because even locally we've frequently heard of a quicker turnaround for something like that, at least to start proceedings, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, there could have been motions filed that held it up. You never really know what goes on, because those records are always impossible to access so
1: that's true yeah so learning more details about that night um Mears stated that he was unaware that there was even a knife attached to the end of said wooden stick what? um yeah he says he grabbed it to attack the 55 year old who by the way also had a pre-existing heart condition and would not have had necessarily the strength or means to fight back So he wholeheartedly took advantage of this woman. He went on to say that he only knew that it was after she had started yelling out in pain and that he saw blood that he realized that there was a knife on the end of this stick. Uh, I would beg to argue why you were doing a stabbing motion with a stick as opposed to a whacking motion unless
0: you knew that there was something on it. How did the knife get there, bro? Like, it's just in practicality alone. I just, yeah. Right? Like, why were you
1: doing that motion if you didn't know there was a knife there? Yeah. You wouldn't go to someone's door and just push them with a stick.
0: I mean, I guess you could use it in, like, a jousting (laughs) kind of motion if you were trying to harm somebody, but it seems odd. And then, like, my whole thing is there's no way you didn't know there was a knife on the end of it. No way. Sorry. There's just no way no there's no way
1: this knife that was on the end uh upon reviewing court with the coroner testifying that there was approximately six six stab wounds all of which were the exact depth of the knife meaning he used full force when pushing towards the victim yeah one of which the sixth one went beyond the exceeded amount of the six inch depth of the knife meaning that he was using a good amount of force, knowing he was going to inflict these injuries. There's no way that you didn't know. No. That trauma from the stabbings, combined with Reyna's health, um, like we said, her pre-existing heart condition, both were listed as a cause of death. Mm -hmm. um, Because, like we said, the trauma from the stab wounds would have exasperated any heart conditions that she had. With the addition by the pathologist (laughs) from the pathologist that both Raina's stomach and colon had been penetrated and punctured in the attack. That is not something that you do. Like, you don't pierce someone's colon unless you're meaning to inflict pain or injure someone severely.
0: I understand what they're saying when they say that her other health conditions or like her underlying health conditions would have been exasperated by the stabbing i feel like you're gonna but say the exact same thing uncomfortable I have saying that that should be listed as part of her cause of death like right like she was living with this heart condition every fucking day so what you're saying is that had the same thing happened and she didn't have a heart condition, she wouldn't have died. Because I find that really hard to believe based on the injuries that I'm hearing. And then, okay, fine. But the stab wounds were all lower in her abdomen. It's not like he
1: hit her heart and something in conjunction did something, you know? Like
0: Well, and then the other the other angle that you could look at it is like, okay, so you're also telling me that in that moment, had she have not been stabbed, would she have died? If the answer that's not is not like no, she had a
1: heart attack at the same time
0: and it was a fluke. There's no way. Like, no, I no, understand. I get it. I get forever. it medically. I just, that, and that, that harms.
1: I was kind of shocked when I read that both were listed as cause of death. And I do hope that since then, from that, like, news outlet that I read it in, that possibly that's been changed or petitioned to be changed because I agree. People live
0: decades with heart conditions. Like that could lend, that could lives. help the defense's case if they, you know what I mean? Can say like, oh, yeah. well, it was it wasn't the only cause of death? Like that's just ridiculous. But anyways, I literally had the exact same point written down that yeah. I was like, so you're
1: saying exactly that? If she was just stabbed, she would have been fine. Um, I mean, I will say like they were unable to resuscitate her, so I don't know if they said in the sense that maybe like. Yeah, if her heart had been stronger, maybe life-saving measures could have taken more of an effect. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I wasn't
1: there. That's not what it says. That would just be my only. I'm obviously but still that doesn't interfere with
0: cause of death. Yeah, I'm obviously not medically trained in any capacity, so. Whatever my
1: uncle's a heart surgeon, I should call him. But I just
0: feel like it takes away from the severity of what has happened to say that part of her cause of death is her own health.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it just It's like saying part of her cause
0: of death is her fault. Right. And this has nothing to do with her. Right. Yeah. I just have a little bit of an issue with that, but
1: No reason for her dying should have to do with her heart condition. No, like it has to do with the fact that she got
0: stabbed. That's point sure, blank. Sure.
1: Her heart condition may have one day affected her cause of death.
0: Or they like, could have exasperated her condition after getting stabbed, but it still isn't the reason she died. Anyway. Not at all. Not in the slightest. All right. I'm
1: glad you had the same kind of like annoyances as I did because. Yeah, just kind of like what? I just had a really hard time with that one because I was like, why is.
0: What? what? Yeah.
1: Okay it was literally like she died from you know all these things and then and her heart condition it's like no scratch that scratch just get some white (laughs) out white
0: it out you know a little liquid white out
1: at trial two other cases were a big factor and brought in as references by the crown counsel and the defense attorney which i honestly thought were cases that I want to look further into because I didn't know too much about them to be honest. And they're both kind of intriguing to me in the way of curiosity. <clears throat> so the crown council, uh, Leah Fontaine, she brought forth the case of Calvin Purdy. So Calvin Purdy was serving a life sentence for a brutal murder of his estranged wife as she walked on a dark North Nanaimo Park Trail. I knew nothing about this. Uh, Purdy self-represented himself in Supreme Court and in Nanaimo in February 2020, arguing for an early parole board hearing. And the process obviously we've talked about is commonly known as the faint hope clause, which offers inmates serving a life sentence of murder or high treason, the possibility to apply to have his or her parole. Inadmissibly, inadmissibility date reviewed after serving 15 years Mm -hmm. so as it stands right now this case is actually set to go to its first parole hearing december 12th of 2022 oh wow so i'm kind of intrigued by this case and just curious because he claims that he did not do this nothing to do with this he did not kill his wife and to this day like holds on to his honesty or and his why can't i think of the words in a sense
0: yeah like maintains his position
1: yeah and he's like i've been in jail since what 2000 whatever and he's like i cannot huh like repeat myself enough that i had nothing to do with this this was my estranged wife she was attacked interesting
0: yeah we'll yeah. definitely have to follow that and see what happens
1: yeah the defense brought forward a case with James Jianhao Wu, who was sentenced to life um, in prison for the murder of his wife in a crown and the crown lawyer said that the case was an extreme domestic violence. So this was on May 4th, 2014. The body of Jin Jenna Chang was found with multiple stab wounds in the hallway of her and her husband's apartment building. Her husband Wu was standing over her. Uh, He had a bloody cleaver in his hand and was arrested and charged with second-degree murder. Mm -hmm. So his trial was in September of 2016 in Vancouver, and the jury was unable to reach a verdict and and was a hung jury for the first. At the second trial, a new jury saw him in September of 2017, and Wu was eventually given a guilty sentence on a second-degree murder. Okay. And the reason these cases were brought in is obviously because the Crown Counsel is looking for a harsher sentence on a second degree murder charge, if that's what, then we want to ensure that he is given a maximum sentence for his parole ineligibility rather than the minimum. Going into this, the expectation was that Fontaine was going to ask for a maximum sentence. That was the impression. However, they were tight-lipped prior to court to say what they were going to be looking for due to other mitigating factors that were going to come out with his health
0: okay interesting
1: yeah Kelvin or sorry and then Wu's case was brought up to show that regardless it was an extreme domestic violence situation however only second degree murder charges were given with the minimum potentially Mm. given as the parole ineligibility so they were trying to show a contrast between these two cases showing that they were a husband and a wife or a man and a woman However, I don't feel as though this is quite the exact same situation, but I understand why they were using these cases to a certain extent. But just to show the contrast of the sentencing, regardless if the same sentence is handed down, what we can work with for parole ineligibility. eligibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The jury's recommendation was to have 20 years without eligibility. Um, and as we mentioned, the Crown Council prior to was very tight-lipped about what they were going to be going for. As they knew that there was detailing, mitigating factors during pre-sentencing that would come out, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, with his health.
0: Like his um, mental health? No, his physical health. Why should his physical health be taken into account when determining parole ineligibility?
1: I mean, I want to selfishly say because they don't want to commit him to a long sentence because he's likely not going to
0: live. No, that doesn't matter. But it's like, i that's the only thing I can think of. Like, why? I don't know. Again, not I, something that I have commonly heard of. This was a cold-blooded attack. Yeah.
1: And I know, uh, because being a small town, we know people that know this case closely, and this stuck with a lot of people. Do
0: you know what the health factors were? Or? Yeah, oh, I'll get to them, okay. because they don't
1: come out till pre-sentencing, so they actually come out after a verdict is delivered. Okay.
0: So I'll keep my little yap shut until then. (laughs) Thank you. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Another
1: factor that was put into this, and I I will say that maybe this is why as well, because he was going to be given additional time. Uh, He was also getting a break and enter charge for like a completely separate event that was postponed due to the severity of this trial, that that was going to be processed after this. So unless they were under the assumption that his break and enter was going to potentially be like a sealed deal and was going to add additional time to his sentence, I also agree I don't know why that 10 like 10 years is what they were kind of arguing on parole ineligibility. It, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Those two things shouldn't matter. No. First of all, I we agree. try separate crimes separately and often most of the time, your previous crimes aren't even allowed in the courtroom for a crime that's unless being heard. The unless they're the exact same. Right. So why would it be taken into account when determining sentencing? Like, both of those things are irrelevant. Oh, I
1: don't know. That's just my guess. Stupid. Because I couldn't find why there was such a low bar set on this. Yeah. And why everyone seemed to kind of be defending mirrors in this sense, like, oh, he doesn't need that much time, he shouldn't get that much time. I agree with the jury. Give him the 20 years.
0: Yeah, so do I.
1: Like, why not? Get it, jury. So, Mears also has 14 prior convictions on his record as well, I'll just say. None of which are violent in any fashion. They're mostly just, like, petty crimes, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if the, in my mind, if this is about money and he did this over money and he has petty crimes that were like stealing or taking money i think that there's reason to believe that this could happen again Mm -hmm. or that it could escalate um just because he clearly doesn't handle the stress of life and money well yeah Mears have been out of jail since 2005 with no other incidents prior to this um and the break and enter obviously And the list of charges mostly included, as we said, petty crimes that play no indication that this tragic event would have been on the horizon. However, we do need to still take into account that someone is still willing to break the law over and over
0: again. Yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah. Defense attorney Taylor argued that these charges were dated, irrelevant to the case, and should not be even taken into account their
0: criminal history is their criminal history that's just the way it is right like if you did
1: it you did it yeah
0: that's that's why it exists
1: yeah taylor brought forth as we said an extensive health record for Mears, indicating that he had a rapid decline in health during the trial he had gone blind in one eye he had cirrhosis of his liver he had an enlarged gallbladder arthritis ulcers He also had hepatitis C from a 1980 blood transfusion that he received. And he had an infection in his leg that washed away a lot of the cartilage and tissue and actually had limited his mobility. So by the time of trial, he was only able to enter with like a walker or a wheelchair because he really couldn't move that much, it seems like. And of the 37 months that he spent in custody waiting for his trial, 18 of those he was hospitalized. Okay.
0: Yeah, like, good. Like, that sucks for you, but you still killed yeah. somebody. Yeah.
1: At this time, Crown Council had adjusted their recommended 15 years without parole. Um, and obviously Taylor disagreed with that and argued for the lowest, which is the minimum 10-year possibility. Yeah. With this, prior to sentencing, Tim, who wrote into the story had a chance to read a victim impact statement live in court and it said i've always had since that day questions in the back of my head that will never be answered the worst thought that my mother died cold wet scared and alone he goes on to say but i can damn well bet you that her kids her family and her friends were the last thing to run through her mind and not of herself as she lay dying on the ground that will and always be a reflection of the kind of person she was Oh, yeah. Um, Following this, there was one last statement provided by Taylor before the judge handed down the final sentencing. And he said prison time will be additionally difficult due to his ailments. I have no idea what will happen to him in a federal system. He has a very high risk of losing his leg and he will need a prosthetic. He's in a wheelchair much of the time and when he can ambulate it's with a walker at this time prison would be harder than prison time normally is okay he's literally saying like prison would be harder for my my client than the average joe so let's just not give him that much why are we why i don't know i like i have no idea why this Your comfort just doesn't get taken into account when you kill someone. It just doesn't. Yeah. And he literally approached this woman at her home where she was an elderly woman with health conditions, sitting, minding her own business in the privacy of her own safe space.
0: And And you went up to her door and you violated that. Yeah, you violated that. You murdered somebody in a brutal way. She had children. She had family and friends that loved her. Like, I don't care if prison time is going to be hard for you. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. At all. And let's just hope and pray that given that
1: these trial proceedings took place in um, 2015, given the 10 years, like, there's only a couple years till he's up for parole we can yeah. only hope that it's not provided to him that he's not awarded that luxury he doesn't deserve it so, after only 10 so years so how many that's was nothing.
0: he how many was he given
1: <clears throat> he ended up being
0: given 10
1: years okay so, so like the minimum and yeah. I, mean, I mean in a way we can't knock it because it, it is the law
0: well and i was gonna say like i don't i don't necessarily like disagree with that it's within the parameters you know it's still a violent random attack that shouldn't have happened. And it bothers me that we're so concerned about his welfare, but I don't know.
1: Well, and regardless of what the recommended sentencing were, when the judge handed down her sentence, she made comments along the lines of like, um, watch, I have the statement here. She even claimed uh, judge Devlin, not the Devlin we know. <laughs> It says, I'm satisfied with Mr. Mears has good prospect for rehabilitation. Okay. So she believes that he's going to get his shit together and can be a functioning member of society.
0: Maybe that's true. We don't know. I don't have all the facts and like, it's not my job to make that determination. But again, I just have an issue with being so sympathetic to somebody who did something so awful.
1: I agree wholeheartedly so yeah she said that after reviewing like his character his remorse the way he acted in court and all the information provided like she was like oh yeah no he's probably a good candidate to be rehabilitated mm. which is like fair but it's just the way they went about it it seemed like once they got to sentencing it was like all about mirrors well yeah it was no longer about reina yeah. and that's i think where both of us have the issues yeah. we're like why did this go from get him get him get him to like oh poor guy poor guy poor guy
0: yeah and like i understand that canada's justice system relies heavily on believing that people can be rehabilitated um it's our thing guys it's our thing we just like can't accept that some people are just awful for life but canada is that
1: girlfriend that chronically thinks she can fix the man a
0: hundred percent um and and a lot of the time it's true and a lot of the time that's a good thing because you know we don't have overly harsh sentences and not everybody you know did this thing and it's awful forever but i just think that we don't sway enough the other direction where we we can't just like accept that somebody is potentially it's kind of a piece of shit. shit yeah exactly yeah yeah Huh. I just don't, I will
1: say I had a hard time finding much about like the motive or the actual altercation that took place that is very, very difficult to find any information about. I wish I had more insight into, did they have an altercation? like, was she part of the altercation and that's why he approached her? Did he randomly pick her? Was it totally over rent? Was it over money? I have a lot of questions I was going to say, was there
0: even an altercation or was it like they had a dispute over rent and then his buddies jumped in?
1: There was an altercation because it had actually been called in by other park residents beforehand Mm. and that's why police showed up. And like, while police were on their way, Mears made that call. How do you spell Mears? M-E-E-R-S. Trevor George Mears. Like everything I could find was very tight-lipped about everything that the altercation,
0: everything you just told me. Like there is no real discussion of it. Literally, just said that they had a confrontation, which began on the roadway of the RV park and continued as they proceeded towards her trailer at site twenty-three. During the confrontation, she was repeatedly (laughs) stabbed with a homemade spear, and then... Yeah, like, everything is like
1: altercation, incident. Yeah. Like, it's it's very vague, and that's okay, let's leave it that way, because clearly there's a reason, I guess. Yeah. But at this point, he's in prison, and from what I can hear, um... Everybody is trying to live their lives the best they can. Tim included. Good. Um, As one final statement, um, because this one, I just, I love the sentiment of this because it was a statement that Tim had made about his mom. He said that she was a fair, just, and loving person. And after her death, I received eight boxes of hers Two contain such items as the first outfit. I came home from the hospital in every report card, and an elementary drawing book. Oh. She was so very proud of me and showed it or and showed that her most prized possessions that she kept for over 30 years were junk to most.
0: Oh, that's so cute. I know. And I'm happy that he got a lot of that stuff back.
1: Me too. I mean, I think that it's always nice when you can get some sentimental items that you didn't even know someone was holding on to. Right. Yeah, like you're like, oh my god. My mom. I went through a box recently and I found very similar items of mine that my mom had been keeping, and I was like, oh. My mom's creepy and kept my teeth. Like, my, did she keep a clipping of hair from your first haircut? Guaranteed,
0: for sure. Just like, creepy things. All the like, parents
1: out there post in the thread to this the creepy thing of your kids you kept sentimentally. Yes. I want to know.
0: Yeah, no, so I just, like, scanned this court document and there's really nothing beyond, like, you definitely covered this incredibly thorough because there's nothing in here that speaks to anything more about the altercation or anything.
1: I I actually found it really odd how little information there was about the actual crime or attack.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's quite interesting. It's like, it makes it even more senseless, like... know and that's honestly what like the person i know close to me
1: that knows this case mm -hmm. that is like literally the word they used for it they were like it stuck with me because i there was no reason yeah like this was totally unavoidable or totally avoidable
0: right yeah like it almost makes it easier to understand if we have a why like human beings love having a why and like a reason for something happening and so it's
1: we don't like an open-ended question it's super super crazy and really sad it's super sad and it sounds like she was a longtime resident living her life just trying her best to potentially collect rent from people if that's what she was doing and
0: like thank you so much to tim for reaching out and recommending us cover this and like trusting us with your mom's case that's such a Mm -hmm. a big thing and we've always hoped that our coverage of cases is like meaningful and victim focused even if sometimes we are laughing or joking with one another like we do just need to sometimes have that lighthearted layer to it and like that's how we communicate but i do think it's like such a huge deal that somebody trusted us enough to cover their own mom's murder so thank you so much to you for that tim yeah and i
1: will say one thing that tim also brought forward in like acknowledging this case and recommending it is that He wanted to point out that this does bring also to light the conversation that we need to have against violence against women in general and i think referencing the cases that were brought to trial as well are huge factors of that and we need to protect women and i'm not saying this as a woman i'm saying that there is an exceeding number of violence against women of all race color anything and it needs to just, it needs to be brought to attention. Yeah. And I agree with Tim. It's something that we can, we need to have an active conversation about all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you are struggling, there are resources to reach out to. I'll put them in the show notes. If you are in an abusive situation, whether it's domestic assault or you need um, help with maybe someone near to you where you're not sure how to reach out for help. Yeah. If you're feeling like your personal space is being violated or your boundaries. Yeah. And women, don't be afraid to take a self defense class. I was gonna say
0: it's, you know, all those things are amazing resources, and they should absolutely be used and are absolutely required. But it's difficult in a case like this where delay. it's so it is so random. Like I totally agree with you that this does seem like a random attack. Um, yeah. And so that's why, like, I don't as think in... unfortunate as it is, and as much as we want to say like rather than teaching women self-defense classes teach men not to attack women like that is gr- great in theory it's great like to say that but in practice we as females need to also learn how to protect ourselves and know what to, to look for um because that's just in reality that's not how it goes and so yeah
1: we don't want to live in a world anymore where women have to police what they say or wear because somebody can't control themselves. We shouldn't have to do that. We also shouldn't have to be looking over our shoulder constantly. Yeah. Like we just shouldn't. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. No. Or being like, oh, we have a curfew because we can't be out after dark because men are so reckless. Like that's not what we're saying, but no, that used to be the case.
0: Yeah, and in a lot of places it still is. Like a lot of people still don't feel safe in bigger cities or anything like that so yeah it's definitely a conversation that needs to continuously be had because violence against women is absolutely an epidemic
1: oh for sure and like we said it doesn't it shouldn't have to be on us and and at the same and time, I'm like I hate
0: to bring this, we can this case up specifically, but it's just like a good example. It shouldn't only be a conversation that we have when sensationalized cases like Gabby Petito happen, right? Because yeah. we see all the posts and all the discussions happening when cases like those occur, which is great. But then, similar to all the other issues that we, you know, constantly talk about, mm-hmm. um, gun violence, etc. It kind of goes, yeah. we, we just kind of carry on with our life. And then we wait for like the next big thing to happen. Well,
1: it's like everything going on in Ukraine. Like it was top of everyone's mind. Everyone was devastated over it. It is still actively happening mm-hmm. and people barely talk about it. Yeah. Right? It's like if it's not at the height of and we are in an over over stimulated world where we're inundated with stories and facts all the time. But there has to be more effort to have a continuous productive conversation to how to make everyone's lives better and easier. Mm -hmm. Whether that's because Yeah, like I don't understand why the world has so much hate.
0: Yeah. I don't get it. I feel like that's a conversation for another time. I don't think we have time to cover that right now. Why the world has so much hate? We don't. Ugh. We don't. I definitely have to have dinner, so we don't. Uh, <laughs> we don't. Yeah,
1: have time I think I that. might need like like I don't even drink, and I might need a drink for that episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for doing a phenomenal job covering this case. And again, thank you to Tim for submitting it, trusting us to cover it. We really appreciate it. Um,
1: yeah. Tim, Christine, our hearts go out to you, um, to you and your sister. We wish you all the best. And by all means, if there's any information that you want to provide to us, or whether it's with the upcoming parole hearings, um, if there's any way that we can help, please let us know. We are happy to share and bring awareness to anything we can.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So do not hesitate to reach out to us. And I hope We did your mom justice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that goes for everybody. Um, I've been noticing a lot of DMs and stuff lately. And even if we don't always respond, we read every single one of them and we appreciate them so much. So just know, like, it doesn't go unnoticed. We do see your DMs. Um, Sometimes I just get really overwhelmed when I'm going through, like, the DM request box that I don't and I also go into
1: the messages and write down the case suggestions when I'm like yeah because I'm doing it for a task and then I kind of forget to go back and reply, and reply. so I'm very sorry as well yeah oh.
0: so like if we don't reply right away or you see that we have like the message is seen but you didn't get a response we definitely like we probably will reply to you at some point and, like we didn't just see it and like intentionally disregard you, you we just yeah we've been getting a lot lately. Um the other thing I wanted to say is that we are in October. We have like two and a half ish months left of twenty twenty two and we had a big goal for a hundred thousand downloads in twenty twenty two and we're actually like pretty close. I think we could do it. But we need you guys to really help us out and share episodes with share, your friends, share, your share, family, share, share. your neighbors, your roommates, your landlord, if as long I think as I they said this like this in the first crime. episode. Even if you don't like them, please suggest us to them. Just suggest us. um, Anyone. To help us get to our goal. I think we could really, like, ramp it up and get there. And then there was something else I wanted to say. Oh, I know I really was, like, shitting on Dahmer last week at the beginning of the episode. I was, like, very moody about that. Apparently I I had some very... I'm just over... I still still feel the same. I still haven't finished the actual TV series like the one with Evan Peters. I did watch the entire conversations like tapes documentary because I can digest that a lot easier. I'm still over it. Like if you're wondering if my position has changed, I like depending on the time of day, I might be less passionate about the conversation. But like still the overall theme is I'm over it. Um, like does she have low blood sugar because if so she may not be as angry right you get a snack in her it really depends but like no matter what time of day you ask me i'm still gonna say meh no thank you um i did however watch have you watched and i saw somebody emailed us and actually requested this as a case suggestion and i'm considering it or like because we haven't done a netflix documentary discussion in a while and i feel like this might be one Have you watched Into the Deep, The Submarine Murder Case on Netflix? No. Dude, tonight, like, immediately you have to watch it. Deep. So much to unpack. Like, we may have to discuss it on an episode. Just do it, like, I don't know what we could call those. I think I can get Simon into that. We haven't done doc swaps in a while, so maybe you could find one that you really like and we could swap, but. I'm going to, hold on.
1: Hold please, let me pull up my Netflix. I'm always watching. Well, actually, you know what? No, I shouldn't say that. All I've been watching lately are The Real Housewives. I've been binging.
0: Well, we could do it all as one, or we could do doc swaps and discuss too, but you have to watch that. It's so fascinating in a fucked up way, just how this guy's brain works. Like, the entire time, Brandon and I were like, what the f- fuck is going on Um, so yeah highly recommended and again i did see somebody you have disney plus right yes Uh, how awesome am i supposed to watch the kardashians katie that's true (laughs) god oh man but anyways this has been a great episode with everybody i love chatting so happy to be getting back to like regular life regular recording schedule having time to research Um, and hopefully we can like bring some more online content and just really get back into it again we're coming up to our (laughs) two-year anniversary which seems so crazy i'm
1: just i would also really love to if there's anyone out there who wants to bring awareness to a case but isn't comfortable too with having someone else tell it we understand that if you want to potentially do like a 15 minute episode or 30 minute episode with us and tell the story yourself please reach out to us we are not above providing our platform to other people to create awareness either we understand that not every story needs to be told by somebody else yeah um so we are also happy to work with anybody if you there's information that you'd like to get out about your loved one or someone
0: close to you for sure yeah i'll send all case suggestions our way either dm or emails preferred but whatever works for you yeah yolo do what you want do whatever feels right i'm just kidding but yeah,
1: join the discussion on our post this week. Tell us the <laughs> creepy thing you up. keep of your kids, or, like, do you keep their teeth in a jar somewhere? I hate that so like much. Like, Sandy. I hate it. But also, yeah.
0: tell us what you're going to be for Halloween. I just, like, want to know what everyone's going to be for I Halloween. I need a couple's costume for us. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm just being my own thing. <laughs> it's like, sorry, no. I mean,
1: I feel like I'm taking him to his Halloween party with friends for the first time. I should probably incorporate
0: him (laughs) fine okay we're gonna sign off and i want to hear more about that but we will talk to everybody next week bye i'll call you soon okay okay bye bye Bye. how do i stop this shit i'll stop it (laughs) okay